When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We are pleased to be joined by Jen Martindale, Senior VP of Marketing for our Chicago Cubs. And it is uh, Cubs Con Eve as we are recording this, Jen. But uh, I know you've been uh, busy with Cubs Con for just a little bit, huh? Yeah, you know, we really start planning it right after the last one wraps wow. because I think usually within 48 or 72 hours of it wrapping, we send out our survey to all the um, convention goers to get their feedback. And we start taking that and making adjustments right away and planning out the next one. Well, Jen, one of the exciting new features, and, and I, I kind of was listening to Marquis, somebody said something, I said, I'll go to the app store and just see and boom, the app. This is like the coolest thing. Everybody's all kind of freaked out about it. Um, and if, I know it was at the Apple store and then it wasn't in the Google play and people were panicking, but it's all up, it's running. So if people don't know, you can go to, if your iPhone or if you're an Android, you can go and get an app to help you kind of set up your weekend. Yeah. I noticed on, on Twitter, I saw some fans had discovered it before it had actually been um, populated and pushed live. You guys are all so smart and sneaky. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is one of those things that came out of the survey from last year, which is People, you know, expressing that it wasn't always clear what was happening when, where things were happening, that if you weren't super familiar with the Sheridan, if you were a newer convention goer, you didn't always know how to get to where you needed to be. And we understand that we used to do paper programs, but with you having to have your mobile device with you to get into convention, we thought this would be the year to say, what if we just put it on everybody's mobile device and they would just have it hopefully in their pocket and with them the whole time. Yeah, like the map. I was like looking at the map. I'm like, oh my god, this is pretty darn accurate. So uh, obviously that was that was the first thing that I was kind of taking a look at and saying, hey, you know, this is something that is going to be very good for all Cub fans. And so as people get there on Friday and hopefully they're beating the storms. Yeah, you know, we're kind of taking a look here and registration is going to be like normal downstairs at noon. Yep. So no changes there. And and then one of the new things that you guys tried out last year, and I think it went over really well, was the blue carpet. And that's going to be happening again this year at uh, 5 p.m. on Friday, correct? Correct. So we'll have the players walk the blue carpet. They'll have a chance to interact with fans before we head into opening ceremonies. Again, feedback from the fans is we want more access to players, more opportunities to see them. And so the addition of the blue carpet's just been a nice way to kick off the weekend. Now, is Cody Bellinger going to be the first guy walking down the blue carpet, or is he the last guy walking down the blue carpet? Seriously, Dustin, you guys know more ah. than me. <laughs> <laughs> so we got opening ceremonies, which is always, you know, a lot of fun. And then off the mound with Ryan Dempster. And then for the second year in a row, again, you guys are going to have Harry Karaoke. So 
I have my singing voice ready for everything. And that'll kind of lead us into Saturday. Yeah. One of the big questions that I have, and this really kind of comes from the autograph seekers, is you guys said this year that you aren't going to be having the scratch-offs or the pull tabs. So mm -hmm. I guess the big question is, is obviously some names like Dansby Swanson are going to be bigger than, say, Coy Hill. Mm -hmm. So how is that going to work, say, the morning of, of Saturday when it comes to wanting to get autographs of your favorite players? Mm-hmm. So we're trying to take an equitable approach to autographs where, you know, instead of giving you a specific voucher, you can pick the player that you want to prioritize and go see. A lot of the feedback we got last year was around certain players being underutilized. Like we heard from fans, hey, so-and-so was sitting there and there were no fans in line. And, but I had, you know, had this big log jam over here. And part of that was the voucher system and us not doing a great job of matching up the number of vouchers with the amount of time the players were there to sign. And so this year we're just going to a very basic approach where every player is signing for one hour. Now, if you are one of the first 100 people in line for that player, we are guaranteeing you, we are going to make sure the player gets through at least 100 people during that hour, but they're not, they're not necessarily going to stop. You know, they're going to sign for a full hour. Some players are going to sign faster than others. We know this, but you know, we're saying to people, you may still sign up, even if you don't get the ticket saying you're a guaranteed autograph, but just realize they are going to leave when the hour is up. And so once that happens, do you clear the lines then? Yeah, we'll clear the lines. You don't get grandfathered into the next player who's coming up. You're going to have to clear and, and get back in line. I'm telling you, Dustin, you got to plan for these things. So the sessions are going to start on Saturday with Jed Hoyer. And Jen, I thought you did a great job of telling Jed to start moving because now all of a sudden I think that session has gotten a lot more popular. I mean, Jed knows he can't come to the convention without bearing any gifts for y'all. <laughs> and then Ian Happ is back with the compound. And then obviously one of the big headlines that the Cubs made was Craig Council. So Definitely very excited to hear about Craig Council. You got the, um, once again, Ian Happ is going to do the compound for the second year in a row, and the guests look phenomenal for that one. That's one people are not going to want to miss. But, you know, one thing, Jen, I want to talk about that's really interesting to me is, is that you guys are really utilizing Ed Hardig this year. And if people don't know, he's a Cubs team historian. And it's kind of like I'm almost pulled because I don't know what I want to go to because you have these sessions. But then there's also Ed's doing a lot of things like looking into the Cubs uniforms. Uh, he's looking at the Cubs Hall of Fame class. And there's nobody that knows more about Ed on that. And the one that you got that the Cubs, I know they did stuff during the season. And you guys did the um, the vintage programs. You redid those this year, some of those. Yeah. But, but he's going to have a class on Dorothy and Otis Shepard. And if people don't know that, they were like groundbreaking and graphic designs for yes. uh, Cubs programs. What was that? I mean, was it, you guys came up with that or is it something from the feedback of the fans? But I'm really excited about that. Yeah. So a few things. Um, one is we've always had this idea of somehow letting Ed kind of teach mini classes to our fans and, you know, allowing our fans to go really deep with him on certain things. And then we married that with the fact that, again, in the surveys after last year's convention, people were kind of yearning for some like counter programming to what was happening in the ballroom. It's like, well, yeah, if I want to go sit through eight sessions in a row, great. But if I don't, I feel like maybe I don't have an alternative. And given that this is really a well savvy, well-educated fan base that shows up here, we thought they'd really enjoy the opportunity to go spend a little time with Ed and go deep into very like specific topics of the Cubs and Cubs history. Another person that you're going to have out there who is a friend of mine, friend of the pod, he's been on before, Lucella. So that's going to be another one for people that are interested in 
Lucella, if you haven't heard that episode of our podcast, he's the one that's done all the statues on Statue Row. We have the 40th anniversary of 1984 coming, so he's working on a Ryan Sandberg statue right now. But um, that's going to be really fun here because this is a guy that has so much history, like with the Cubs. It's going to be in his process. I, you know, it's really interesting to hear him talk about his work. Oh yeah, I'm going to sit in on one of those sessions most definitely. Um, and you're right with the unveiling of the Sandberg statue this year. We felt like it was a great opportunity for fans to hear from him on his process and how he worked with Ryan and the Cubs organization to make the statue. If we're lucky, I know we're not going to be revealing it to you all this weekend, but he might be able to bring <laughs> some things out that will give you guys, you know, the spirit of what you're going to see this summer. And speaking of 84, you got some core of 84 and those guys, if you've ever listened to Sut and, and Sandberg and some of those guys, um, you know, Gary Matthews, Bobby D and Jody, I mean, for me and Dustin, that's what we grew up on. So those, that's going to be an absolute one that people cannot miss. And I will say again, just going back to what the fans asked for, um, came up again and again in the feedback, like you got to bring the guys from 84 back. And so we're trying uh -huh. to, to give you all what you're asking for, and we're happy to have them coming. That's going to be a super now, exciting session. Really quick, one of the things that uh, I've been a part of with the uh, 670 The Score, the Mully and Haw show last year I was there, I always find it very interesting, um, the Ricketts family meeting, right? This year we're not doing it. Is this something maybe every other year? How, how, do, how do you guys decide when to do that, when not to do that? How, how does that get discussed? I, I'm sure the fans – like it. I mean, and I heard that Tom is going to be accessible. He's always accessible. He's always around. But so tell me about how you decide to do that or not to do that. And then exactly the official thing Tom's doing where you can, I heard, have a beer with Tom or something like that. Yeah. Um, so again, we're listening to the feedback we're getting from people through the survey. Um, the, the family panel, as we often refer to it, or the ownership panel was voted the, um, not the most popular session, actually, Dustin. Okay. So right. we had to force rank it among all the other experiences and based on the feedback of what fans said, A, that they chose to participate in, and B, what they liked or didn't like about convention, the ownership panel consistently was not not a winner. And so okay. maybe that's more for us. Maybe that's more for the media than it is for the fans. So that's so, why so yeah. So Tom will be around and we do invite every um, guest to come to Tom's reception on Saturday. So this is a way for fans to be able to come into Shula's Tom's going to be in there hanging out. We, you know, we'll make sure that y'all have a snack and have some time alone with Tom and you'll have a chance to talk to him, whatever you want to talk about. He's not going to be doing a panel. He is going to be walking around, shaking hands and engaging with any fan that wants to spend time with him during that time. Very cool. Very cool. And for those of you who haven't been to the Sheridan, it's right when you walk into the right is Shula's. It might be kind of a little something that you don't really see. So as you walk into the entrance, Shula's is going to be right there. So that'll be great. Obviously, Jen, you know, my love of CubsCon bingo goes way back. So, of course, <laughs> the incomparable Wayne Mesmer will be back. And I'm hoping that there will be plenty of flags that have flown over beautiful historic Wrigley Field. Um, when we get to Sunday, coffee talk, uh, African-Americans in baseball. Mm -hmm. uh, that That's going to be something I think that's going to be really interesting. Obviously, Buck O'Neill was in the Hall of Fame recently. He was in the Cubs Hall of Fame recently. And there's a lot of ties of what goes on um, with African-Americans in baseball, Chicago Cubs, Buck O'Neill, and of course, uh, Dr. King. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I felt that 
given that this event happens on MLK weekend, it would be remiss of us not to dedicate some time and attention towards celebrating his legacy. And we thought the best way to do that was to be bringing forth some really um, fascinating groups of people to talk about African-Americans in baseball, including our alumni. So um, we will have coffee for guests who, uh, as a thank you for getting up early after a late <laughs> night of Cubs bingo. So you'll be able to come and have a coffee with us and those alumni, and then we'll just have a nice conversation and get their perspective on it. Now, I'm getting a little bit too old, Jen, but there is a lot of stuff for kids to do. Um, they're going to have Clark's area, which is right next to the ballroom, and there's a lot of things going on there. But again, a lot of new things came to the Cubs convention after a few years off. You guys got to kind of regroup and redo things. And one of those things was the youth baseball and softball clinic. Mm -hmm. Now, just to make sure our listeners are aware, if you got your Cubs convention pass and you were interested, you should have gotten an email. You can't just show up the day of and expect to be part of the clinic. Is that right? Yes. Thank you so much for clarifying that. Um, if you bought by a certain date, I think it was like, you know, within like the first month or two that convention tickets went on sale, you were invited to register um, kids for the clinic on Sunday. It's for boys, girls of all abilities. Um, it, we actually are doing two of them this year because last year's was so popular and they are both sold out for this year. So if you're um, if the children in your life um, are registered for the clinic, please bring them. If they're not, um, you know, buy early next year and we can make sure that we get them in. But there's plenty of other things for them to do, including the Clark's Clubhouse, as you mentioned, and the kids only press conference. And and when you talk about the youth baseball and softball, what actually happens? Because I didn't go in there. So maybe you could tell our listeners what exactly is going on. It's I really it'd be creepy loud. If I just showed up. <laughs> it was tough <laughs> last Sunday morning. It's very loud and they get started very early. But um, yeah, so basically last year we had some players, um, some prospects, some coaches in there, and they go through a circuit of different um, you know, fielding and batting drills. So it's really hands-on. You know, PCA was in there last year, like helping kids with their fielding. It was really a fun experience. If there's something I would say, Jen, you 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 have been obviously deep in the weeds on this. What are you, do you think you're looking most forward to this weekend? Oh my gosh. So a few things. Like one, I love opening ceremonies. I just think the ritual and tradition of it is something really special and unique that our team does. Um, so tied to that, I'm really excited to find out who got into the Cubs Hall of Fame class of 2024. Um, I'm not a voting member, so I don't have the insight that our alumni and members of the media do, but I'm really excited to see that um, unveiled on Friday night. And then on Saturday, as I said, I'm going to sit in on some of Ed Hardig's uh, master classes. I want my uh, certificate of completion in a few areas. <laughs> that would be, yeah, absolutely. Like I said, Ed just, uh, the guy is like a savant. His brain just works in a way that's different than everybody else's. And if you love the history of the Cubs, there's no one that knows more than that. And when you guys had the 2023 Hall of Fame with Dunstan and Grace, you had that little pop-up museum. I saw Patrick there from Game Used, who's also going to be a Cubs convention. Yes. And so it's just the Cubs have a history and it's really, I think, important that Cub fans understand completely, you know, a little bit about that history because there is so much to it. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we've learned a lot um, over the past, you know, few years in terms of the importance of getting the collection we have out in front of our fans and letting our fans be hands on with that history. So, as you said, we tested some things at convention last year. Then we did the pop pop up exhibit during um, Hall of Fame weekend during the 2023 season um, in Gallagher way. And now we're expanding on the archive rooms at convention in 2024 and adding these like history classes with Ed. 
Well, I'm, I'm telling you, you know, I'm literally going to close this laptop and drive down to the Sheridan. I, I, you know me, I cannot wait. So it's going to be absolutely exciting. Thank you so much for all the work that you do for this big undertaking. And this goes to Cubs charities. I don't know if people completely understand that. It's not like the Cubs are taking the money and putting their pocket. This goes to Cubs charities. A big check goes to a lot of great causes. And, and we thank you for jumping on the podcast. Thank you. I uh, can't wait to see you guys this weekend. And I can't wait to um, see one of our new players, hopefully at opening ceremonies on Friday as well. So I like that. I, I like how that sounds, Jen. Thanks so much. Thank you all.